0: Chapter four-The Day Before the First Thanksgiving About seven months have passed leading up to the first anniversary of Rick and Karen's passing. Thanksgiving was but a day away, and the tension was building in the house on Festive Lane. Harry and Susan had discussed taking the kids away to Hawaii or Florida for the holiday to change the setting as much as possible. Still, a friend of Susan's, a therapist, advised Susan that running away from the anger and sorrow is not a very effective way of dealing with the situation's reality. They decided to stick it out for Thanksgiving, and if things didn't go well, they would take a trip at Christmas to avoid another meltdown. The holidays are difficult for anyone who has lost a loved one, but it is very challenging when the loss occurs so close or on a holiday, as with Rick and Karen. Susan took her last train ride from downtown Chicago to Lake Forest for a week due to taking a few extra days off to recharge. Despite her troubles juggling the kids' demands with her job demands, her bosses extended her an offer as partner and she now works for Milner, Polk, James, and Hill as an executive vice president. She couldn't resist the offer of partner. She had worked most of her life trying to attain this position, and she couldn't say no just because of suddenly having three kids. As the train pulled up to the station, Harry stood by Susan's car. What are you doing here? Is everything okay? She asked. Yes and no. Let's sit in my warm car and I'll explain, Harry replied. Susan walked around and got into Harry's car. So what did Caitlin do now? Or did Victor have a relapse and slap a teacher? Is Rose okay? Did Max run away again? What the hell happened, Harry? She asked. Will you settle down? This is why I met you at the station. I didn't want to have this discussion at home where the kids might hear said Harry. Hear what? asked Susan. I got a call from an attorney today representing Rick's parents, Patrick and Megan McCann. It appears that they, the kid's grandparents, are serious about having this custody battle. They filed a lawsuit, and the initial hearing date is set for the week before Christmas. Oh, crap. I can't believe they are pursuing this. They know Rick and Karen wanted us to be the kids' guardians. It's in their will, Susan said in disbelief. According to their attorney, they were notified by DCS that Victor had a few altercations when we first moved here and Caitlin was taken to a therapist. They claim that we cannot properly raise the kids due to our professions and time requirements. They feel that they can do a better job of it in San Francisco, Harry stated. Susan just sat there silent. Harry asked, "'So, what do you want to do about this?' "'What do you mean, what do I want to do?' "'I mean, I'm not even related to these kids, don't get me wrong. I like them very much, but I would be lying if I said I wouldn't mind getting my old life back,' said Harry. "'You like them very much, don't you mean love them very much?' "'They are our kids, aren't they?' she asked. "'Are they?' "'Do you feel like a mother? Because I don't feel like a father. Even Rose regularly reminds me how I am not her father and just her uncle. "'These kids don't like us, and I don't think they ever will,' said Harry. "'Jesus Christ, Harry! My sister asked me to take care of her kids. We accepted that request. We can't change our minds and say we don't want them.' We don't have to say we don't want them. We just don't have to fight quite as hard at the hearing. Maybe I can find a really terrible attorney, Harry replied. Harry, are you really that unhappy? Susan, are you really as happy as you used to be? Silence fell over the car as Harry and Susan looked out the respective side windows and just stared. Susan grabbed her purse, opened it. "'and took out a pack of cigarettes. "'When did you start smoking again?' asked Harry. "'In about thirty seconds,' Susan replied. "'Oh, no, you don't, not in my car,' said Harry "'as he grabbed the cigarette pack from Susan's hand. "'Oh, so it's okay for me to kill myself with nicotine "'just as long as I don't do it in your car,' stated Susan. "'Well, of course not. "'I don't want you smoking at the house, either.' Harry said as he smiled. "'You're an asshole, you know,' said Susan. "'Yes, but I'm your asshole, and you are stuck with me. The question here is that the kids are not your kids, and you are not stuck with them. You do have a choice. You realize that, right?' asked Harry. "'Yes, I suppose you're right. These last nine months have been so difficult.' I'm at the end of my rope on most days. Caitlin is trying to give me a stroke. She purposely goes out of her way to piss me off, and her therapy sessions are a waste of time and money, if you ask me. Rose is great with me, but as you said, she feels it necessary to point out every chance she gets that we are not her mom and dad. And Victor, although far from perfect, is being the easiest to get along with. Maybe it's because he's older. Maybe it's because he's getting laid replied Harry. Harry, said Susan. What? Have you seen this girlfriend, Lindsay? She's really hot, smoking hot, burning up hot, hotter than a... All right, already. I get it. She's very attractive, sighed Susan. She's hot, really. Okay, enough, Harry. I'm serious, said Susan. Settle down, "'So Caitlin and the little redhead rose. "'You are not my parents. "'McCann are the problem, right?' asked Harry. "'Problem is a bit strong of a word. How about?' "'They are a challenge,' Susan quipped and continued. "'Aren't all kids a challenge at one time or other? "'Or maybe even all the time?' "'Oh, wow. Are we actually judging these kids "'to see if they're worthy of staying with us? "'The great Harry and Susan Hill?' asked Harry. You're right. How could we be doing this to those poor kids? How could you even suggest such a thing? Susan scorned. Me! Me! Yes, I brought it up, but I'm not very good at this parenting thing. It's a whole different paradigm than what I'm accustomed to. My life, our lives have been turned upside down and inside out. We have made major changes to accommodate the kids, and they could care less. Do you know how many kids would love to live in Lake Forest? asked Harry. Do you know how many kids would be delighted helping their dad clean up a bar at 3 a.m. and live in a small house on the northwest side if only their dad were still alive? Oh, come on, Susan. Please don't play the death card with me. I didn't kill Rick and Karen. Don't even put that on me. I'm not putting it on you, but you aren't sympathetic to their predicament. Can't you have a little compassion, a little understanding, asked Susan. Harry stared out of the side window of the car and pondered her questions. He sighed and turned towards her. Susan, I love you with all my heart. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Before we got married, I asked you about having children, and you said, without hesitation or exception, that you did not want to be a mother because you felt you were too selfish to care that much for anyone else. I am an adult and can handle your self-centeredness, because, fortunately, I am just as selfish as you are. So we are perfect for each other, but I just don't know if we are good enough for these kids," said Harry. So, does that mean we throw these kids to the curb instead of doing what my sister asked of me, asked Susan? We are not kicking them to the curb." "'We are letting them live with Grandma and Grandpa. "'They will be taken care of just fine. "'That is, until they give both of those old farts massive coronaries, "'and then they'll end up right back here with us,' said Harry. "'So our defense in court will be that we should just keep the kids "'because they will kill the grandfolks and come back to us anyway, "'so why not just cut to the chase?' asked Susan. "'Harry laughed and replied, (laughs) "'I suppose you're right.' "'This is not the kids' problem. "'It is our problem, or more specifically, my problem.' "'No, it's my problem, too. "'I need to learn to think more about the kids than myself,' replied Susan. "'And might you also think a little more about me?' asked Harry. "'Not a chance in hell, brother. "'You accepted me, knowing damn well what you were getting yourself into. "'The kids had no choice in the matter. "'You can just deal with my wrath as you have for the last twelve years.' "'Susan said. "'So, to clarify, we will fight to keep three kids we don't know how to take care of, "'even if it destroys our marriage and, at whatever cost, even if it bankrupts us. "'Is that an accurate summarization or do I exaggerate?' asked Harry. "'You have it exactly correct. "'Hang in there, Harry. "'Something tells me that we're in the calm before the storm.'